Hello, everybody, and welcome into a new edition of the Wishbone Shotgun Podcast, part of the Sports Insanity Network. Hope you all had a Merry Christmas, a Happy Festivus, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Mike Rifkin, Adam Reader with you. Adam, how we doing? We're doing fantastic. It's two weeks from the, the playoffs, but there are some playoff clinching scenarios this week, and some for very... Um, Important teams to some of us. Some of one us, of are, us, some of us of, are clinched, but the other one could clinch this week, and hopefully they do because somebody's some teams already made the playoffs and they yeah. beat the Dallas Cowboys. Do we well, talk some, about- some, some teams make the playoffs, call the Dallas Cowboys, and then they decide they can take their foot off the gas for multiple weeks. <laughs> we'll talk Dallas Cowboys later just because Noah's not here and we can have fun with it. Uh, but we'll start with news out of Denver because December 27th, 2023 signaled an end of an era. The end of Broncos country, let's ride. Russell Wilson has been benched by the Denver Broncos. Jarrett Stidham is going to play the last two games. And now, according to Diana Rossini of The Athletic, Russell Wilson is expecting to be cut by the Denver Broncos in March, per league sources. For almost two months, the quarterback has been starting, knowing the organization was most likely most likely going to move on from him after the season. Uh, the, later on, she goes on to write, the Broncos reached out to Wilson's representatives in late October and explained that Wilson would lose the starting job and may be made inactive for the rest of the season if he did not defer the injury guaranteed trigger date that he has for 2025. So, okay. This is wild. This is just... This story's gotten wild all day. I mean, they were going to make... They were going to, like, make the playoffs two weeks ago, and, and yeah. all of a sudden they just... They, they had two awful showings, and then this happens. They were at one point the hottest team in football. A couple, yeah. Of weeks they won ago. like they were like seven. They went like seven and one. Yeah. I, I think one of the burning questions we all had during the uh, when it happened was, could Sean Payton resurrect Russell Wilson? Like, and I think look, he did. Russell it was Wilson a good, hasn't played terribly this year. This is it's so weird. He had a good season. It's just. I've never saw this coming in a million years. I mean, you 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 could say you could say okay, well, I mean, some of these some of these situations, um, when there's a a quarterback there that like, I don't know why you'd handcuff yourself to that guy. You know, you know, I I say that quite a bit actually with with different different coaches walk into different situations and and there's kind of a guy a co- a quarterback that's been there for a while and. Like, why would you tie yourself to that, to that idea? Like you didn't, you you didn't draft him. You didn't sign him. You shouldn't go down with the sinking ship if you don't have to. Um, so there was always that possibility with Denver, but I didn't see them. Hey, yeah, they actually took a big step forward. Um, I mean, I, I, I can't, I guess you can't say it's a big step forward because they're still going to miss the playoffs. But it was a it was a way better showing from Russell Wilson than it was in years. He's thrown um, twenty six touchdowns and eight picks. 
Yeah, I mean this this is one of the this is the one of his better seasons since Seattle was good. So it's great, but I mean, there, there, there's, there could have always been that risk that they'd move on from him from that perspective of like, okay, Sean Payton, Payton, this is his, his team. He wants his his guy. He wants to draft a guy. He wants to start from scratch. He wants to sign whatever he wants. But I don't know. It's you know, it's surprising that so much could change in a week. Like if they were going to make the playoffs, would this still happen? No way. Like you don't want, you wouldn't say, oh, we we can't start him even in a in a playoff clinching game because it's going to trigger some injury risk. He, he, here's the thing that gets me: you hire Sean Payton, but the sole purpose of hiring Sean Payton isn't for the name Sean Payton. You're hiring Sean Payton to try to bring back Russell Wilson because of the contract you just gave Russell Wilson. So two years into this massive contract, you're giving up on him. What are you even gonna do? Like the like, like you're, you're gonna post him as a June first cut and to save money. No team's gonna take him on full salary. Yeah. I mean, this is a whole other conversation that we're gonna have fun for months and months talking about. But like like what do you who's your quarterback next year? You're gonna draft one again? Like you you've went that route a million times. You've signed the Teddy Bridgewaters and the Case Keenums of the world. You've signed um, freaking Joe Flacco, like like before you you've drafted people Paxton Lynch, Trevor Simeon, Brock Osweiler. They, Bring they, back this, Brock. This team has swung and missed like fifteen times since Peyton Manning retired, and you you had one that was kind of going right, but you still had buyer's remorse on, and you're throwing it in the trash, and it's. It's it's just kind of like a well, all right. Well, is this a rebuild then? If, if so, why didn't we trade Judy? Why didn't we? Are we trading Sutton? Yeah. Like, are we trading Patrick Sertan Jr.? Do, do you think that like you're not going to get a a more you're not going to get somebody more stable a, a more stable veteran in there clearly. Because it would have to be a Kirk Cousins, or and he's not—he's not going there, and he's older than Russell Wilson. Yeah, like it, it's just weird. Like I don't—I don't know what the end game is going to be of of this, other than just like, hey, they're just going to draft well, whoever. Like right now, they're at fourteen. Yeah, you're not high enough to get one. You're of not them. high but, enough to get, you know. I don't even want to say Caleb Williams. You're not high enough to get Drake May. Yeah. So unless this is like a hey, we're actually just gonna like tag we'll, these we'll, two games. No, we'll do the like we'll we'll do this, and we really actually love Kyler Murray, or we love Justin Fields, and maybe we could get him. Or uh, it's just sign you're gonna, you're, gonna trade, you're gonna trade draft picks for Justin Fields. You, you know that that's that's fine. You know, I mean. I think there's other I – mean, I think the other guy you could trade for, and this is going to sound really stupid, but you'd be buying low. You could pull the trigger on a Zach Wilson trade. I'll do you one better. I'd rather have, I'd rather trade for Mac Jones. Honestly, I'll do you I one better. That. Russell Wilson for Daniel Jones straight up. Yeah. 
I, well, I the, mean, Gi- the Giants would accept that. <laughs> I, I think the Giants would accept that. 100% the Giants. I think most teams, like uh, Russell Wilson's an upgrade over, like I know he, he had a really bad season last year. I'm going to pin some of that on Hackett, uh, not not all of it. His, his numbers are so much better this year than last year. But like, isn't isn't Russell Wilson an upgrade over everything Pittsburgh has? No, yeah, you know, like like there's there's always it's an upgrade over everything Atlanta has, over everything New England has, Washington, everything, everything Washington has, everything Pittsburgh has. I mean, Tennessee, the Raiders. The I mean, maybe the Jets. <laughs> I don't know if the Jets could go down the, this path. They after can't go they down just... that path. No, you can, especially if you have Nate Hackett in the building. No. <laughs> oh, but I, I mean, is there a universe where you could do Russell Wilson for Deshaun Watson? Well, I said that before. I said, remember, we were talking at one point, and I said, I said, oh, here's the the, the three way trade of regret. Let's do a three way trade where we have. Um, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Kyler Murray, and they all just go different places for different for like, like Russell Wilson goes to Cleveland, Deshaun Watson goes to Arizona, and Kyler Murray goes to Denver. Like, isn't isn't every team a little happier than they are right now? Probably, right? I mean, like, I guess not. It's it gets every team a little bit of regret on the what they paid for and but i don't know it's that's that that'll never happen in a million years it would no, happen I, the, it wouldn't happen in the nfl and you know you, you 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 know you brought up free agents like free agent market this year it's not there you, you know you got it's kirk the same cousins. class as last year it's literally like well there's a chance to lose kirk cousins and then it's also going to be Jameis, um, Jameis again, and Trubisky again, and, Gardner Minshew. Yeah, it's the same exact junk is is every other year. Tyrod, like, and here's the thing: you're not con- the Denver Broncos aren't concerned with Russell Wilson getting hurt or not. They they don't care. They just want to get out of the deal. Yeah, they they have buyer's remorse, but then. Let, let's rewind it back. Then why did you give up so many assets for Russell Wilson when in reality we all know the guy you really wanted was Aaron Rodgers because you hired Nathaniel Hackett? Yeah. I have no idea. This is like a this is just a thing in the NFL though. It's like a, when you when you're set on a certain goal and that person doesn't really fit your goal. You're just you just do it anyway and just say screw it. Like look at the Cardinals with Josh Rosen. That was not the quarterback that they wanted, but they had a they had a feeling going into that draft. They said whatever happens, we're gonna get one of these four quarterbacks. We really would prefer three the other the, the other three first, but we're just gonna get one and we're just gonna hope it works. And then they did it and it did not work at all because they got the wrong guy. And now look at him. And now look at, who, look at the guy who went after guys who went after Josh Rose. Mm-hmm. One of them might be a front row for MVP. Um, who are you talking about? Actually, I was some other guy in Baltimore. 
oh yeah that's right i was thinking <laughs> i was i was like hey you know um tua was a different year and brock purdy was a different year and <laughs> yeah josh i know allen brock purdy was a different year. <laughs> and josh allen was first <laughs> well, well, well think about it by the way going back to the draft for a second baker mayfield's playing the best football of his career Josh Allen is playing really well. Lamar, I think, right now is an MVP candidate. And then you have Josh Rosen. But there's another guy in there. Sam Darnold is another guy who's a free agent. And he's only 26 years old. So if you want to maybe buy low on a free agent, maybe that's a guy Denver looks at. I'm not saying you start him right away, but maybe there's a competition between Sam Darnold and if they draft the guy, if it's a traded guy, whoever it is, oh my God, Sam Darnold versus Zach Wilson, battle of Jets legends. I was gonna say you can bring Gino in too. Do that. <laughs> I mean, that, that's the Denver perspective. Unless you're gonna get Drew Brees out of retirement, that that's the only other thing I can think of for Sean Payton. Yeah, I don't. He can't throw anymore. He said that. Yeah, I know. Can't even lift my arm, <laughs> so that's not happening. And Peyton's not coming back. Yeah, but crazy. I just, it's crazy for the story like this to come out during the season. Especially and now, it's such a it's such a domino effect, though, too, because it's like, well, okay, well, we just talked about what Denver does. Where does Russell Wilson go? There's a lot of teams that could just go sign him as a free agent. What kind of money is that? Is he, I mean, he's going to be getting paid for a little bit from, um, from Denver. But like, does he sign for, for the same forty five forty five million dollar year range that he just signed for a minute no. ago? Like, he can't. He he's got to be in the it's it's got to be in the thirty million dollar range. But is he going to take that? Is is he going to be that picky to say, okay, well, I I I would take. 40 million from Washington if I but I would take 35 from Pittsburgh or whatever. Here's the other thing. What's the year what do the years look like for Russell Wolves? Is it a one year deal and then we go from there? Is it I, you know what? I bet I bet and I think this is deserved after what just happened. He should probably get the Derek Carr contract of it's about 40 million a year. And but the team can totally void it after two years. For four, it's a four-year deal that that is really a two-year deal. Because I I think Derek Carr is probably going to be this story next year of like, hey, they're they just decided they're going to cut him because it's been okay. It hasn't been great. Yeah, the Saints just go off. The Saints have other issues. Yeah. Uh, then Derek Carr, but. And who who is that team? You, you know, you brought up a couple. Is it Washington? Is it? Listen, I don't think it's the Bears because I think the Bears are going to want drafting Caleb Williams at number one. But I, I don't think it's New England. But I, I, that that one totally depends on the coach. We have no right. idea who the coach there is. Is it Pittsburgh? I think that was a good one. I mean, it could be. It could be. As crazy as hey Matthew Stafford retires, hey Rams. Oh boy! Or it or it could be a as crazy as Kyler Murray was traded to Atlanta, so they're going to sign Russell Wilson. I mean, or you could just sign the Raiders. I mean, the, the Raiders are pretty 
They just did well. What do they do with Garoppolo at that point? I don't know. I, I think the, they might keep O'Connell. To be honest, too. No, O'Connell's look good. He's looked good. I mean, I honestly, you, the stats of um of Powell obviously look really strong, but it's like such garbage time too. But O'Connell's actually been very good, and like he hasn't—he's made a lot less mistakes. So I—I—it's—it's that's that's actually pretty interesting conversation. Both of those guys. What about Tennessee? Is Will Levis showing you enough? He showed me enough to to be in the competition next year. I don't know if I'm—I don't know if I'm starting him. I might sign a veteran. I might keep Tannehill another year. I. I don't think he'd want to come back if he can go start somewhere. I mean, Tannehill's another guy that's going to be a free agent, and, and yeah, he'll, he'll be the the guy that's like the number two behind Russell Wilson for salary out of this group. What if Detroit were to let's argument say if Jared Goff gets paid a lot by someone not named Detroit, does Detroit turn to a Russell Wilson? I don't think that happens. I think, I think Detroit will just I pay think Goff. I think Detroit's good with Goff now. They're happy. He, he, I mean, this is their first playoff run. And first division title yeah. since '93 or '80. Yeah, I, I think they're. I think they're. They'll give him a six-year deal pretty soon. I, I mean, did Jordan Love show the Packers enough? Is that a team that thinks about this? He showed enough to prevent you from signing Russell Wilson. I'll say that. Like, but there's always like Washington could do it, or the Bears could move on from Fields, and then they can do it. But I don't know why they wouldn't just take a quarterback. Right, so, right. They would. I would presume they take a guy at one, and I mean, then you know you, you brought up New England, and I, I think I mean, that's the worst place for him to go for this reason. That's a team that just needs a total rebuild. Yeah, that that yeah, they need a rook. They need a rookie. They, they need, need a rookie. Real, a rookie. They need to sign there. receivers. He, he, I mean, he would be, he'd be crazy to go to New England without Belichick over an option like even Washington has way better weapons, way better weapons. And and that's why I think Washington's the best spot because the new owner is going to want to make a splash in his first year. I would love him to go to Atlanta to personally too. Because I, I just that that's a team that's like they're probably a little better than Denver, like on paper, but but Denver had a better quarterback this year than they did. And yeah. they just don't use their they don't use their talent enough. And he would at least get the most out of the talent they have. Yeah, Kyle Pitts, Drake, London, and Bijan. Yeah. Doesn't get much better than that. Doesn't seem like they do. Right. But they, they just don't utilize it. So, uh, And you put put very interesting thought in the group chat. Is there any chance he goes back to Seattle? And I, I'm like, I don't think so. I think that ship has sailed. I think, I think it has too, but it's interesting because it's like, yeah, I mean, theoretically, he could go there, but it's like probably not. I mean, the other part is, you know, we talked about when it first happened. That Geno deal is really for them. 
It's cheap. It's twenty five million a year for three years. But I think oh, Seattle's yeah. more in the process of maybe we're better off drafting a guy who can learn behind Gina. Yeah, isn't it amazing though? Like this whole this might be the biggest Seattle has probably in the last couple off seasons with these couple moves, they had the best trade of the last like 10 years trading away Russell Wilson and getting this kind of return. And they also had like the, one of the worst trades of the last 10 years trading for Jamal Adams. It all evens out. It all evened out, but it's, it's still, it makes, it makes football fun to have trades like this. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see what happens with Russell Wilson. And as of the start of the league year, he'll be looking for a new home to say whatever country let's ride. Yep. But we've moved on to a game from this past Monday night, which we thought game of the year between the Ravens and the Niners. And it was not game of the year. No, it was kind of sloppy <laughs> garbage it but. was a 33 to 19 decimation by the ravens over the 49ers um and, and look th- there were two stories one was lamar was really good with his 252 yards and two touchdowns in the air but this was about the raven defense hmm and their multiple, their four picks on Brock Purdy, their five total, and then they top to top it off. I mean, they they just they played so well. They had a bunch of sacks as well. And look, we talked about how great the Niners are. Let's give the Ravens their flowers. Yeah, this was a big week for them. And not Zay Flowers. <laughs> yeah, they, they're they're the number one team right now until this week. And then we see if they're the number one team or if the Dolphins could be in the, the, the number one team race. So it's this is a big – this is what you wanted to see. One of these teams really, really step forward. Um, I don't know where what you really can say about the Niners other than just – all right, well, you hope you had an off week. I mean, better to do this this kind of just like terrible, terrible home game performance in the regular season versus in the playoffs. Um, But you're going to be the team with a bye potentially too. So it's like, I don't know. It, 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 it did what I got to say though is it – this is one of those games – the, the Bills against the Cowboys, the Dolphins against the Cowboys, and the Ravens against the Niners, um, they really highlighted the fact of how much better the AFC is than the NFC to me right now. They're just so much more... The, the, the talent level is so much more in the AFC at the moment. It's deeper. It's it's so much deeper. I mean, Philly... Or, or, um, the Niners have won really big games, but they've beaten these other NFC teams in those big games. They've lost to teams like Cleveland. They've lost to teams like um, like Ravens here. So 
Yeah. I, I still think the Niners are the class of the NFC. I'm with, with you on that. And they were kind of due for this kind of a clunker. Um, yeah. Because of how they dominated Dallas, they dominated Philly, they dominate those bigger games. And I kind of think with Baltimore, it was just this is such a different animal than everyone else. One, they fly. But two, it's when you used to gear up for Lamar Jackson, you're used to him running. And Lamar now in this Todd Munkin system, he loves to be able to, to use his arm. And they've got weapons for him with Flowers and Odell Beckham and Aguilar and, you know, with Mark Andrews down. The Ravens went in and they just stopped them. And yeah. they were the Grinch that stole Christmas from the Niners. Doesn't mean I think any less of the Niners. I still think the Niners are really good. And trust me, I would not want to be the Washington Commanders this week. (laughs) Sorry, Ron Rivera, but I I think the Niners will be fine. I think this is more about the Ravens than anything else. And someone give Mike McDonald a head coaching gig. He he earned this performance. Yep. Uh, DC of the Ravens. Who worked for John's brother Jim at Michigan? So mm-hmm. shout out Connor Stallions. <laughs> he gave us the sign of that one. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's 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 obviously got pretty big playoff repercussions coming out of that game. Um, but I still think the Niners are going to be the one seed, and then the the AFC is totally going to still be up to this week with Ravens and Dolphins because it's going to be it opens up a big can of worms the winner of this game because either either the Ravens lose and they're risking potentially losing the AFC North to the Browns or the Dolphins lose and they're risking losing the AFC East to the Bills depending so, so on j- j- just, to both- go off, just to go off on that yeah Baltimore's clinching of the AFC East with a win or a Cleveland loss. Cleveland is playing the Jets, so it's very unlikely they lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baltimore clinches the AFC number one seed with a win. So Baltimore would not only win the AFC North, they would also be the one seed. Um, I think the Dolphins just clin- clinched the East with a win. Yep. Or a Bills loss, right? Or Bill's loss, yes. So that, yeah. that those are the implications in that game. And just to touch on, on those two games for a, a second, because the other big game last week was the Dolphins and the Cowboys. And there were two narratives that had to be destroyed. One had to be destroyed, which was either the Dolphins could beat a good team or the Dallas Cowboys win a big game on the road. And the narrative that changed a little bit was the Dolphins winning a big game. But I, I I don't want to sound biased when I say this from a fan perspective. But I think when you go look at the schedule and how it goes and how people go, well, they only beat bad teams. Talking about the Dolphins here, but 
they go toe to toe with the Cowboys and the way they had to win it. It wasn't like that Chiefs Rams game from a few years ago where it was 54 to 45. Like they went in, they played this defensive style slugfest, and they were able to beat a team that offensively has a lot of firepower. And don't worry, Mike McCarthy, I got something for you in a minute. So I feel like that's a really good sign for a defense that's played really well recently. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I, it was it was just for to keep, keep going on the positives for the Dolphins. They're really getting people to step up in place of like Jalen Phillips replacing that Van Ginkle. Like he's mm-hmm. he's playing excellent. Um, Ramsey's playing at a high level. Like. He's been great since he came back. Even if Hill goes out, Waddle's playing good. Like, um, A-Chain is back, and he's been playing pretty good. Um, And Sturt's playing fine, as as normal as you'd expect him to. So, um, it's kind of like a – I still I think that they're a very dangerous team. But are they going to beat everybody? I don't know. I want to see him play Baltimore, and I want right. to see him play Baltimore again. So, and here's the thing: if they were 100, percent that'd be great. But who knows on Jalen Waddle who left the game the other night? But I mean, listen. honestly, though, it, it, like if the Dolphin, if, if the the playoffs line up in a scenario where the Chiefs go into Miami, though, I'm picking the Dolphins all day. Uh, I, well, I pick I, them I mean, against Kansas City. They have so many. I pick them against no, but I pick them against anyone in the AFC South. I pick them against yeah, like. It's 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 about the I don't know well the Chiefs are a completely different conversation we can still have but the like the the most dangerous teams in the AFC are one thousand percent at the moment Browns Ravens Bills Dolphins they're not the yeah. other teams they're not the other teams I, I'll say this I think there's one sleeper if Houston gets in and they get Stroud back yeah I'm not saying they're going to go to the Super Bowl. But I'm going to sit here and say they could win a game, although they will yeah. miss tank. It's down. hard to get them in at this point. It, they might, they might get in. They need teams to fall out. They need, they need teams like the Steelers and the and the Texans, or not the Texans. <laughs> they need the teams Texans like the, need the Texans to fall. They need teams like the Steelers and the Bengals and the Broncos. Even just get get out of the way. But they could just win the win the South. They could just win the South because that that that's the other conversation we were going to have is the the wild card could not have worked out any better for the Bills and the Browns this weekend. I mean, they were the only ones out of this whole group. We were looking at these seven teams that were all neck and neck, and it was like, all right, well, this team doesn't have any tiebreakers, and this team doesn't have any tiebreakers. And you had the Bengals that get blown up by the Steelers. Obviously, it was a good weekend for the Steelers, too. Yeah. Um, you had the Bengals. They get blown out by the Steelers. You had the Broncos. They lose to New England at home. You got the um, – you had the Colts. They lose to the Atlanta. Atlanta. You had the Browns beat the Texans. You had the um, – who else really matter? I mean, the Chargers were eliminated. Chargers are – well, I mean – I mean, if, if they had any shot in the world, they were at least on the screen. The Raiders are pretty much eliminated anyway. But, yeah, I mean, 
the Bills fans had to suffer heart attacks in the Chargers game, but it was it was well worth it by the end of the weekend. <laughs> I mean, I, I give the Chargers credit for how well I do too. I do too. I mean, Easton Stick, um, he played well. He played really well, and I it, it's kudos for them for where um. <clears throat> So, but anyway, that Sorry was about that that. we just had a message. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I was just very surprised. Now you never really see like you're doing the playoff math for your team when they're on the, in the hunt screen mm-hmm. and they're like, well, I don't really think it'll, I don't really think the Colts are going to lose two games. And I really don't think that's that the Bengals are going to lose two games and, and, and just all these teams lose, lose this week. And your odds shoot up from forty five percent to ninety two percent in one week, right? So, pretty cool. But back to back to Cowboys and and Dolphins. Um, just we talked a little bit about the Dolphins, what it means for them. It was obviously a great win. Um, but the uh, the Cowboys, it just what are you doing? Like you just you just shut down because you made the playoffs. Here's the thing that got me was Ceedee Lamb was so explosive in the first half. Yeah, you, and then you in the second the, half he became a non-factor. Like, they didn't throw to him between the first and the fourth quarters. Yeah, like what are we doing, Mike McCarthy? And for the life of me, they cannot run the football. Yeah, hmm. I mean they've they've got some real issues going in and. Honestly, if they're going to be the five seed, which right now looks more likely because Philly beat the Giants, they're going to lose to Tampa. They they're might lose, lose to Tampa, Tampa with the way. I Baker really, I honestly, I pick Tampa over them at the moment in Tampa. If the game's yeah. in Tampa, Tampa's on fire. They're killing. Hmm. They just destroyed the Jaguars. They just destroyed the Packers. Yeah, now you say that. Now you, Tom joined us. If anybody, Tom is here. Yeah, no, my mic was on mute the whole time, but uh, I didn't say anything important. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just came in. Do you, I mean, first, do you, before we before we get in, Tom, what are you? What was your initial thoughts of the uh, the Russell Wilson? Yeah, we talked to Russell Wilson. So I really just couldn't kind of believe it. I mean, like part of me thought, you know, in the future, maybe, or at least one more year, we were going to see Russell Wilson at quarterback as the Broncos. I didn't, I just didn't think it was this, anything like this was going to happen so quickly. And I, while they haven't been, they definitely haven't been great this year. They've been better than, <clears throat> better than I thought they would be. I think so. I, that might be a stretch, but I was just really shocked. Like with everybody, like I was just glancing at my phone. I was like, wow, getting benched. Like I need to read into this more. And when trying to remake sense of the whole story with the uh, the the way they want to cut him, they might cut him with all this dead cap, and it's probably going to be a mess for them to figure out. I mean, I haven't even begun to try to figure out how they're going to make it work. Yeah. So it's just shocking news. Like we t- we talked a little bit about where he would go, and we kind of mm. settled on we settled on if he wants the money, he should just go to Washington. Honestly, and, there's so many places I feel like it, they will be like calling his names. I don't know yeah. if Washington. I don't know. Well, I, 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 I threw out I threw out Atlanta, um, and then that's a big name. We also like said that maybe there's a dark horse team like a Pittsburgh that would want want this. Mm-hmm. Tom, would you trade Aaron Rodgers for him? Of course. I mean, I know it's. <laughs> 
I would just because Aaron Rodgers, who knows what's going to happen with that. Russell Wilson, I feel like I know what I'm getting at this point. And, and he can absolutely take a team to the playoffs. I mean, almost. I mean, we don't know what the Broncos are going to do in the last game. They probably were going to miss, but he had them on the border. And their defense had, like, some bad games this year. I mean, they gave up 70 against the Dolphins. Yeah. Actually, we haven't forgotten that. Look yeah. at this, Adam, because as we're talking, I'm thinking this through. Dak's a free agent. So if Dak doesn't – trying to tie Cowboys in here, like, if Dak doesn't play well and the Cowboys lose in the wild card round to Tampa Bay, does Jerry Jones say, you know what? I think Russell Wilson with Mike McCarthy is better than Dak Prescott with Mike McCarthy. Is I that on the table? Not. Yikes. I, I mean, I would hope not. I would I'm would. Rather... i also saying this so when Noah listens to this later, he just curses <laughs> me out. I would side with the guy that's six years younger and better right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so there would have to be a really burned bridge between me and Dak. But if they, it was if it was that burned, then I would definitely consider Russell Wilson. I mean, just considering how bad QBs are across the league, you know, like teams are being saved by Joe Flacco as we speak. Joe yeah. Flacco for MVP. Let's get that narrative going. I mean, not nothing against Demar Hamlin, but you could almost call this comeback player of the year. He came from the pits of the Jets. Hell, <laughs> I mean, well, let me ask poor you guy this. was getting lit up last year like a Christmas tree. You, you, I don't know if you heard heard Robert Sala earlier this week. But they like Joe. They just didn't want to bring him back. That's, I mean, I guess because they brought in Aaron Rodgers. They said, do we need a Joe Flacco? I, I, yes, you did, but whatever. Joe Flacco's probably doing somersaults that he's not back up with the Jets right now. Please, he would have been asked to start this whole season and would have went like six and twelve, uh, six and eleven, and now he's actually got a chance in Cleveland. And they're going to play in the AFC South winner, right? Most likely. Yeah, they're going to go to Indy or or the Jags or something. They're they probably the favorite in round one. <laughs> yeah. So he's probably doing they just, they just beat all these teams. They just beat all, yeah. all three of those teams. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Good for them. Crazy. Hopefully they don't find a way to miss. Unless the, it, their defense got like massively injured or something, I think they're, they're going to have a great chance in well, yeah. at least the first round. Yeah. Yeah, we were, I was that, just who saying. Who knows? AFC is interesting right now. I was saying my takeaway from the, the, the Ravens and – Really, uh, really, the whole AFC picture from Sunday. Mm-hmm. I think that there's there's four legitimate dangerous teams in the playoffs. There's the Dolphins, Ravens, Bills, and Browns, and mm-hmm. and all these teams have even passed Kansas City for as far as like a. I don't know what Kansas City is, and they're really slumping at the worst possible time. They're you know, I feel like we have counted them out before, and yeah, they do good, but they've never looked. This out of sorts. We've never seen these kind of like meltdowns on the sideline, like people screaming. Yeah, they're, they're all There's clearly something I mean, wrong. Kelsey is throwing his helmet on on the ground, and it, I mean, uh-huh. Mahomes is still throwing tantrums every every other play. It, it's just it's getting to just be like a something that's going on that is yeah, right? beyond our understanding. That's a hundred percent. It's something is definitely deeper than than we are not seeing. <clears throat> And it definitely came to the light, I mean, against the Raiders. The Raiders had no business when they – I love the Raiders' defense. And, like, defense can keep you in these good games, but Patrick Mahomes should usually win that kind of game. How often do they only score 14 points? That, yeah. like, never happens. At home on, on Christmas? Yeah. It's I just, think they miss Eric Bieniemy, man. 
that could be a big part of it. I, I mean, I they got to put part the puzzle having, pieces together. I think they miss I, having I think the other thing they miss, they don't have a real number one receiver. And we keep banging that drum. But week in and week out, outside of Rasheed Rice, these guys get worse. Yeah, Rasheed oh, Rice is the only one that has stood out. Like, MVS should be working at CVS. <laughs> Sky Moore... <laughs> I don't know what the hell Sky, Sky Moore's in the Desmond Ritter category. What the hell are you? Tony's a God. Tony's a dud. I mean, Tony's going to go with a oh, Tony yeah. Award somewhere. They're going to cut. I mean, they're going to cut him. He's obviously not even seeing eye to eye with the team at this point. Yeah. Like, like, by the way, that's a win for the Giants, despite the Chiefs winning a yeah, Super it Bowl. It actually is. I mean, it's not not really a win because they drafted a first round pick and traded him for a third. But at least they got something <laughs> but, for him. But you know what? If it's an attitude issue with him, yeah, you know, you're better off getting rid of a guy. Yeah, this team need. I, I can't believe I'm saying this about the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes could solve a lot of issues. Like Tom Brady could solve a lot of issues. But you need an alpha dog in that room. Josh Allen needed Stephon Diggs. Tua needed Tyreek Hill. You need mm-hmm. that guy. By the way, you had that guy and you traded him. I know this opens up money, obviously, but taking this, taking that part out of this, what is going to happen when Kelsey retires? Because that's pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, right. The, what is their plan? The, this has to be the off season where they they just say, you know what? Screw it. We need like five weapons. We, we need three, two, yeah, three, four. We need another tight end. We need three receivers, and we're not going to do what like like you can do this and, and kind of half-ass it like the Jets just did, or you can just <laughs> actually go and address it and say we want Hopkins, we want Beckham, we want um, we want to sign Mike Evans as the biggest free agent of the year. We want to go sign Godwin, Chris Jones, love him, but he's probably gone. Yeah, see ya. I mean, then the I money need to invest else. my money elsewhere. Yeah, this is yeah. a totally yeah. Their defense is going to be fine. I know he's really yeah. good, but their defense is you could argue top ten this year, close. I mean, right? Yeah. And they certainly weren't the problem against the Raiders. By <laughs> the way, Raiders, you made this mistake years ago when you didn't hire Basaccia to be the full time head coach. Make Antonio Pierce your oh. head coach next year. He really should be. He deserves yeah. it. He, he makes them work their ass off. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, Tom, it was announced the other day that your boy Rob Sala and Joe Douglas are coming back. So you, you want to okay. give a reaction to that? Well, I, I will react. I know we, we touched on it at one point, and I said I think Sala – Deserves it to stick around, see what happens. But I'm not really crazy about Joe Douglas. I think he's been a disaster for the Jets. Minus the one draft, he had two first-round picks, and Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson fell into his lap. Other than that, you, there's not many great things you could say about Joe Douglas. And I think the Jets probably should have moved on from him, and I'm kind of upset he gets to keep the reins. I mean, he had just had one of the most disastrous off-seasons, like, imaginable. He had, you know... Before that one, uh, the 2022 draft, he had duds up. Makai Becton's gone. Like, that guy is horrible. The amount of penalties, he's one of the biggest busts in Jets, you know, recent history. And there's just so many to count. Vernon Goldston, uh, shout out. Over Joe Douglas. For, like, over him yesterday. Yeah, he, he did not deserve to come back. 
but it mm. would it's all tied in with this Rogers thing. Yep. Sala, it, it, I I kind of get the whole Sala thing because it's like, what does he do? Okay, he's he want he wanted to have a top five defense. That's his goal of the year, and then you give him Aaron Rodgers, and this whole thing just blew up in his face, and and it mm. shouldn't have because it was like the fourth play of Rodgers' career there. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> But he actually did have the good defense the whole year. Mm-hmm. He did his he did his part. They filled it out. It just the offense sucked. Yeah, I mean you, yeah. you're you're part accountable for that, but also it's like, well, what are you going to do? You had you're starting Zach Wilson and a bunch of scrubs, and yeah, the I mean, GM quarterback talent had, is just the, gross. But that's the GM's fault. The GM, yep. I've said this for weeks. You could have had any any other backup in the league is playing better than what the Jets have been putting out there. They're Jake playing Browning Joe looked, Flacco on Thursday night. He Flacco, was in that damn building. Jake Browning. <laughs> like, uh, all these guys are have been considerably better to, than – Brissett was good. Brissett was good the other day. Like, <laughs> Yeah, he just won a job. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's just pathetic that Tim Boyle, I mean, I, when I saw his stats in college in the NFL, I thought they must be joking. <laughs> like, how yeah. did this guy end up on the roster? So, yeah, that's the, that's the GM, and I can't believe he gets to stay. I guess he just pleaded his case. Oh, Aaron Rodgers died on the field, four plays in. My vision, you know, this team wasn't what I expected. They're giving him this other year. God, I can't see it turning out that much better than this, to be honest. Yeah. Let, let, let me throw up this one. We know how often Aaron Rodgers goes into darkness retreats and changes his mind very quickly. What if Aaron Rodgers just says early March, start of the league year, and says, eh, I, don't I don't want to be here anymore. anymore? Yeah. Call up Russell Wilson. Then you call up Russell You've literally went all in for him, and now it's just – he is the owner of the franchise. And then yep. what do you do with Randall Cobb? <laughs> and oh, Alan Randall Cobb is... I can't believe Randall Cobb still exists in this league. <laughs> Guys collecting I don't say that back. disrespectfully, Randall Cobb. Yeah, we know he's a weekly listener. <laughs> You're listening. I have a lot of respect for you, Randall. But you're what 36 years old and you're barely playing now we enjoyed your we enjoyed your texans and cowboys runs more than your current <laughs> one i'll be honest with the you cowboys I, run, I don't even remember that i had you as a fantasy player for the packers in the years past <laughs> and uh good job for the jets winning too why do they have six wins too i mean get the heck out of here <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> Marvin Harris. What do you say? What you say? Like, they're going to win seven because they're going to beat New England next week. Oh, yeah. New England. No, is, we I, mean, I know they just won. Oh, but... yeah, you, we want New England to win that. We were agreeing that oh, it yeah. would be hilarious for New England to not get a top five pick. It's crazy how that might be Bill Belichick's last game with them, too, or it is, right? I mean... Yeah. Well, they haven't set confirmed that, but. More and more likely, I think. So I think I, I read this. The Jets move from like fourth to ninth pick, right? Yes, that's correct. And then the the, the Patriots move from the second to the fourth. Yeah, God, that sounds about right. And then Jets obviously are Browns, and then Patriots and Patriots. Have everything moved. just moves the Bears up. The no, the Patriots yeah, play the, the Bears move up twice. The Bill, the <laughs> um, the they play the Bills this week, and then they play the Jets. Jets. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Well, Bill should crush them, but we'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> that's what we thought. The well, at least a lot of things went the Bills way, except Miami. Yeah, that's, way, what, that's guess, what we right? said. It was it was really uh, from the wild card perspective for the Bills, Steelers, and Browns. It was a dream weekend. Like, yeah, um, the Browns are basically going to clinch with a clinch wild card with a win. Uh-huh. Um, they can get the division if the Ravens lose to the if the Ravens lose out and the Browns win out. The 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 Browns actually get the AFC North. Wow. Uh, if the Dolphins lose to the Ravens and then the Bills go on to beat the Dolphins next week, the Bills get the AFC East. Oh, okay. So it, yeah. it's all coming down to – but the Bills actually clinch a wild card um, with a Bengals loss, which they're playing the Chiefs. Okay. A Steelers loss, which they're going into Seattle. Seattle. So is it and, starting to look like the – Bills Dolphins are going to be that Sunday night game, week eighteen. It, it probably, I I would put my money in that unless the uh, Dolphins win this week and then that game is less meaningful. Okay. Because if the yeah. Dolphins win, if the Dolphins win this week, they actually win the division. Okay. Yeah. Now, t- Tom, week eighteen, the Sunday night game might actually be Colts Texans. Oh, okay. I mean, as long as there's some sort of big stakes, I like a good final. You know. There will be a game for the division left. Yeah. Right? yeah and with Colts, all the wild cards, you would think there's always got to be some good game for something. It'd be Col- I think it's either Texans, Colts, or or maybe Steelers, Ravens, if that game has any meaning for Pittsburgh. Well, there's got to be the Texans. Is Stroud? Like, uh, he's just yeah. in the concussion protocol. He's coming back, right? He practiced today. He has to okay. do one more stage. All right. Which, but they're, I don't they're know in how rough. you can practice and not be cleared, but that's a whole. Yeah, all of those AFC South teams. I mean, they, they did themselves no favors. They and all the lost. Jaguars especially. The the Jags. Oh, the Jags go home. They suck. Yeah. What Trevor Lawrence? If he's not hurt, then that's scary. No, they are. They are slowly but surely killing him. It, it yeah. really was probably like everyone was scared he was going to go to the Jets and get ruined. Yeah, he would have been ruined. But then he went to Urban Meyer, and we're like, all right, the guy already lost a year of his career. And now he's just getting beat up back there. They're falling apart already. It's like, oh, boy, is he really going to have one of these careers? Like, this was the guy we all thought was just going to be Peyton Manning. Like, really? He, yeah, he looks like... His ear feels reminiscent of what Derek Carr's going through. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. You're right. Like, they're yeah. just the both... Jags are, the Jags should be a lot better than... I mean, both should really be better he, than they he's are. He's played better than Carr has, but I just mean the getting beat up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Yeah. It's been tough, but like just the last few weeks, it felt like they they like really could have won at least a couple of those games, and then they just get like blown out. Well, that that they were totally flat in, in Cleveland, and then the, the, just getting yeah. blown out on the road in the, at Tampa. It's it's a it's like you, you, do not, you do not deserve <laughs> to make the playoffs if you're going to be like that down the stretch. Yeah, they know they got lit up by uh, Baker, they, they, that and, and that's why Denver's not people gonna... up. And that's that's why Denver's not going to make it. They got blown out. They got blown out by Detroit, and then they lost the game they shouldn't have lost to the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. And goodbye. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. <laughs> so just, just going off and just the playoff berth stuff. We were talking about Baltimore before. They win the North if they win, or Cleveland loses. They win also. They get the number one seed. You went over the Bills scenarios. They win, and then losses by Pittsburgh, Cincy, Jacksonville, Houston. They don't even yeah, need any of those two. They're not affected by 
Jacksonville, Houston, I don't think anymore. No, NFL.com has this. Oh, okay. Well, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland gets in with a win over the Jets. Tom, how? what's the reaction like if Joe Flacco clinches a playoff berth against the Jets? Oh, it's coming. I mean, I, I can't <laughs> see Trevor Simeon scoring against the Browns very much, so I think the Browns are definitely winning tomorrow. All right, the, the Jags can win. The Jags can clinch a playoff berth in the AFC South with a win plus the Colts and Texans losing. Hmm. The Chiefs can win the AFC West with a win or the Raiders and Broncos both lose. Uh, the Dolphins win the AFC East with a win or a Bills loss. I, I saw the Jags are playing the Panthers this week. So if they lose to the Panthers at home, Forget it. They're they don't deserve that division. Well, I mean, if Trevor Lawrence doesn't play, all bets are off. Yeah. Well, then CJ Beathard. Goodbye. He really might not play. They they signed Barkley to the active roster. Yeah. Hmm. Would this be the first game he's actually missed? I feel like he always they say he's not going to play, and then he plays. Yeah. Well, I think so. Uh, on the <laughs> NFC side, the Rams can make the playoffs with a win and a Seahawks loss, or a win and a Packers Vikings tie. Ooh, fun. Uh, and the e- the Eagles can win the NFC East with a win and a Dallas loss or a tie in a Dallas loss. <laughs> Throwing in the ties because that was a good tie. Uh, the Niners can clinch the number one seed in the NFC with a win plus losses by the Eagles and Lions. The Seahawks can clinch a playoff berth with a win plus a Packers-Vikings tie. And the Bucks can win the NFC South with a win or a tie and a Falcons loss. Hmm. Hmm. So th- those are your playoff clinching scenarios. Hmm. All right. Very uh, interesting. Yeah, we're, we're getting to that time of year. Yeah, we'll see. But the biggest playoff games occur Monday, college football playoff time. Yeah, 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 it's uh, true. Long wait always, you know, it's always a long wait before the playoff, and now it's so almost here already. We got to add it into our picks. Are they? Yes, go yeah. hard, go harbs. All right, <laughs> speaking of picks, we'll, we'll dive into this week's first. Uh, we start with Thursday night, we got the Jets and the Browns. I am going Browns, and if I haven't used them on my lock yet, there's no way I haven't used any of these teams as my lock already. But I would, I would do this one. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going Brownies. You're going Browns. Too. Well, so screw, screw the Commanders. How the hell did you lose to Trevor Simeon? You're just no. What's wrong with them? <laughs> They're really bad. I told They're you guys horrible. a long time ago. <laughs> You, you did. Know, Sam Howell got benched. He was like six of like twenty two for like three picks. I went to the I went to the the thirty eight to three Bills Commanders game. Oh yeah, how could I forget that? <laughs> they're horrible. They're horrid. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. And their last two games are Niners Cowboys. Yeah. Saturday <laughs> Saturday night we got Lions Cowboys. Uh I'm going Lions. I don't. I don't. I don't. By the way, shout out the Lions' first division title in thirty years. Yeah, they don't really even need this game that much. I mean, they can still kind of get the one seed, but they're probably not. They need a lot of help. But I'm gonna. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna go Detroit because I don't trust Dallas. Dallas is totally shutting down at the moment. 
Hmm. I kind of want to pick Dallas because I feel like this is their their moment, like to like wake up or to. So I'm gonna go Dallas. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go Dallas mainly for this reason. They're at home. It's a dome. It means nothing to Detroit, but I'll, I'll go Dallas. All right, Rams Giants. Uh Rams. It's not even close. Yeah, Rams. Sorry, Tyra. Sorry, Tyra. By the way, I think I can make this statement. The Rams, if they get in, they are the biggest threat to the Niners. Yeah, I might say one thing. What? Well, Tommy DeVito, like, that was kind of quick. I don't know. Felt like, I'm not saying he was the future at all, but they should have let that run a little bit longer. Come on. Yeah, no, they, like they know gonna... what they're doing. The it's... fans love that guy, and like you're terrible. Yeah, I know. I I, I kind of I agree. I'm like let let him keep selling jerseys. What but... the hell? Who cares? Let the kid play. Yeah, it's such a good season's story. Over. Like the season's Plus, over. Eight, eight touchdowns matter. and three picks this year. Like what? Come on. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's my little rant about Tommy. He Cummins. can be their backup. I mean, he can be somebody's backup for a while. Like, I mean, I don't know if I want him as mine, but they should. I don't know if I want him as mine either. But that's that's <laughs> the problem. He's the third. Danny would play him in a. Oh, actually, in you know movie. what? Yeah, just because his manager gets to come to the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Falcons. they had him, they had him on like the Fox pregame show, and then he gets benched in that game. Like, no, that was just crazy <laughs> quick. Come on. Oh my. Falcons Bears. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'll go Falcons. They won last week. <laughs> They're actually they actually matter right now. Oof. I'm actually gonna go Bears just because I don't know. Bears are at home. Falcons. Every time they do win, I feel like they stink the next week. That's true. The Bears are actually playing a little bit better. It's just they they've been dead for so so long. I don't respect them right now. Hmm. <laughs> It's a close Tremaine game. Edmonds hate stands up. Oh, they just they stink. <laughs> they are not good, yeah. They still stink. <laughs> <laughs> Ravens, Dolphins, and which should have been flexed to Sunday night, but that's a whole nother conversation. Hmm. All right. I'm gonna go the Ravens because it's they have been still the more lights out of the two of these teams, and it's in Baltimore. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'll take Ravens because I like I like them at home. I'm gonna make it a clean sweep. You, wow! Uh, listen, I watched Baltimore on Monday night, the second half. Yeah, uh, dominant Raiders Colts. Oh, um, I guess the Raiders they they look fine. Well, the Raiders are still alive for a playoff spot. Yeah, I, I guess I was thinking they're dead, but they're not. But they, they, they were one of those teams that like has this miracle path that they need. But it's actually working out. I mean, it technically could work out in their favor if they beat if they get tiebreakers like this. Yeah. Um, I'll go the Raiders too. I just the Colts were, were really really disappointing last week. Uh mm-hmm. and the Raiders were not. The Raiders have been excellent for weeks now. Yeah, their defense has been red hot. All right. No one's gonna take New England, correct? No, I don't want oh. to change. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't need to even this. ask what it's against. This is it's against the Bills. It's, oh, forget it. No, but the yeah, there's <laughs> too much on the line to lose this game. But it would be a Billsy moment if they did. You take New England with the points at minus thirteen at plus thirteen. Yeah, I would. 
It'll be closer. Than yeah, that. whenever I see big numbers like that, I tend to go, "How? Huh? I mean, what could happen?" You know, we lost to this team. I mean, like we lost this team a couple, like in early in the season. Yeah. yeah. All right, battle of the jungle cats, Panthers, Jags. Terrible, I, terrible. I game. can't responsibly pick the Panthers, but I would. <laughs> but I'm going to pick the Jags. I love how you said, I can't respectfully pick re- the Panthers. I said responsibly. Responsibly. Hey, is that a word? Responsibly? Go with it. <laughs> sure. We're making a word. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I'll definitely. Oof, this is, I don't know why. Um, I think I'm double picking myself here. But uh, give me the Jaguars. The Panthers are just god awful. They're improving their status on that number one over. Or all, oh, wait. Uh-oh. <laughs> that joke is never going to get old. I'm You're going to feel really bad when they have their pick again, and it actually is the number one. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, like, like next, the Bears like next are just year. giving the back picks. No, like next year, they're going to be so oh. bad again. They're going to have a number one pick, and then you're going to want to say this and be like, oh, wait, that's actually theirs. <laughs> no, they're, they're trading for Bryce Young's best friend. Yeah. Titans, Texans. Um, By the way, these two teams just played each other. Yeah, they did just play each other. I'm going to go the Texans. They need it more, and it's. I know that I, the Stroud thing is a big question, but like, what are the Titans playing for? And Levis is hurt right now too, so it's yeah, whatever. I'll definitely take the Texans. Saints box. I'm taking Tampa. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's hard to turn down Tampa right now. Yeah, I'm definitely taking it, it, Tampa. It's, Tom, it, it, it's not just hard to turn in Tampa. New Orleans just, to me, I think they are the chargers of the NFC because they should be so much better than what they are. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like they've been a massive letdown. If yeah. the Saints make the playoffs, that's a joke. They're terrible. <laughs> the, the, what a boring, boring playoff game. Any Any matchup involving them would be. I know, right? It's almost like don't even put that one on take cable. Yeah, <laughs> put it on like a random streaming service. It's like no, I, at this point, like the Bucks have been so like life, like full of life versus this this division over the last month that mm-hmm. you're just like, all right, I can't watch a Atlanta playoff game. I can't watch a Saints playoff game. They they all just stink. <laughs> right. No one's gonna take the Commanders over the Niners, correct? No way in hell. No way in hell. <laughs> All right. Super, <laughs> Bowl, Super Bowl 40 rematch, Steelers, Seahawks. Um, Seahawks, it's in Seattle. And it's a big, big game. It's a big game for both teams. Um, hmm. I'll go with Seattle, too. But you're still talking about Rudolph on the road. Rudolph the Red. No. Against, yeah, his against Christmas Seattle, spirit is all done. It's, it's over, so. Yeah. Alright. Who would you rather have? Jake Browning or Patrick Mahomes? These are questions. I'd rather have the Bengals receivers. (laughs) (laughs) My God. Mahomes says to T. Higgins, come on over. We'll we need you for the playoffs. Yep. Um, I'm gonna pick the Chiefs in this game still. Because the Bengals still they were they were even worse than the Chiefs were this week. 
Yeah, that's the thing. The Bengals, I don't know if I could pick them because of how crappy they looked against the Steelers. And the game so is in I'll KC, take the right? I mean, yep, game's at Arrowhead. Yeah, so. Yeah, right. give me the Chiefs. Most interesting game of the day. Easton Stick and the Chargers, Jared Stidham and the Broncos. Let's wow, this, freaking go. This, what, what, what went from an interesting game is no longer any interesting <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, what a dud. Um, I'll go the Chargers. Yeah, Chargers. Just because what the hell how the Broncos are going to be like weirded out, I think. I'm going to yeah. take Jar- Jared Stidham. Don't let me down, man. Okay. Actually, give me the Broncos too. I just realized I picked Easton Stick. <laughs> Easton Stick almost won. Dude, <laughs> Easton Stick is the third best quarterback in North Dakota State history. <laughs> He's one of the best quarterbacks ever to have a a, a direction in his name. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of another one. <laughs> He went to Easton State. Isn't there a – oh, jeez. Didn't the Browns have a quarterback named like West or something? No, that was something. It was Harris Seneca West. Wallace. Seneca Wallace. <laughs> All right, so, Sunday night, we got that's Packers. Our, that's night. our homework. We're going to think of one, and we're going to get back to you next week. You got to you gotta come back next week now. <laughs> Packers, Vikings. Um. I'm gonna. Take I'm gonna. The I'm gonna pick the Vikings. I think, especially with this Jair Alexander thing. Oh, what's so weird? And, and he's. Did you guys watch that interview that I linked it at one point in our group chat? I mean, he just sounded like a, so stupid. Like, like the yeah. whole thing was like he was like, "Well, it was just playing around. It, I'm from Charlotte. I can do whatever I want." And I get, and, and they're like, well, you almost ruined the toss because you said you wanted to defend, and you're supposed to say you want to defer. And he said, yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. funny. It's the same thing. He's an idiot. Tom, who who you got? Oh, sorry, I was. Uh, I'll take the Vikings. They better be careful on the coin toss of the Packers, because <laughs> random people will walk by and yell things. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam, you told me Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland, you've already used. All right, then I was, I'll was. i take Tampa. Tampa, okay. Oh, boy. Which I probably have not used. You have not. <laughs> so. Have I used the Rams? You have not used the Rams. I guess I'll take the Rams over Tyrod Taylor. Okay, and I... There's some actually some pretty good games for like a parlay bet this week. Like the, you know, I, I'm gonna go with you, Tom. I'm gonna take the Rams. Like the, yeah. the, there's a, like I don't think there's no way that the, the the Jets are gonna win. There's no way that the Anders are gonna win, and there's no way that yeah. Giants should win. Those ones for sure. No By the way. way. What was that Amari Cooper stat? Oh, he he. Well, what he did was he set the Browns' single game passing record. He had fifty-two fantasy points. He had basically mm. it was like two hundred. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. If if anybody can Google it, I think it was two hundred sixty-five yards and two touchdowns. That sounds about right. Let me look. For a Hold quick. on, I, I can get it. Yeah. 
Browns, Texans. But he's like with T.O. He's the him and T are the only. Oh guys yeah, yeah. Do it, three. Oh my yeah, god. So he had eleven receptions on fifteen targets for two hundred sixty-five yards and two touchdowns. I was right. That's crazy. Yeah, if you play so, yeah, against, that's, that's a ton of fantasy points. If you played against, against him in fantasy. I had him on my bench in our finals. He did not need him, but if I did you would have had him, that would have been something. Would have been insult to injury. Would have ended the we the game much earlier than we thought. <laughs> um so the the stat that, that I saw this week, there's only been there's only two receivers in NFL history that have had um they've had three or two hundred yard receiving games with three different franchises. One of them is T.O. with the Bengals, the Niners, and the Cowboys. And yeah. this the other one is now Amari Cooper with the Raiders, Cowboys, and Browns. Wow. Yep. It was amazing. Did you he, find out anyone else who was, who's done it with two teams? I looked it up on just, um, just teams with 200-yard – or, or receivers with 200 yards stackings, and I expected to see more. And the, there's, it's a pretty rare. I mean, Randy Moss had never done that. Hmm. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I was kind of surprised by that. The, 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 what was funny was the the TO had almost done it with four teams, and he could have really done it with five teams because the, the there was a Bills the Bills game that was like he was like one ninety six in, and then there was also a Philly game pretty far down the list too. That hmm. was like at least like one sixty. And that that someday Amari Cooper had. Yeah, that's that was a yeah. nut, nutty nutty day. Oh, hey, good for them. I mean, that this is Cooper needed somebody. I mean, I don't know what, I don't know why Cooper's gelling this much. Cooper just seems to be this guy. Like he didn't really gel that well with Carr, but he gelled really well with Prescott. And then he didn't really gel that well with Watson, but then he's doing really well with Flacco. Their offense didn't really click with Watson. Yeah. So take me back to the my three my three way trade idea that I said earlier. Tom, I said I said I said this earlier on in the year. Do a three way trade, Russell Wilson to Cleveland, Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson to Arizona, Kyler Murray to Denver. Who's who's mad at that? Who who says no? The old maybe the ones that get the Sean Watts because that guy stunk. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a pick. <laughs> yeah, the other ones I think they'll live. Yeah, massage therapist will be like, yeah, no, we're not giving you a massage. Go rub up against a cactus. Hmm. Yes, was we were people were talking about like, oh, you know, was this worse than the Sean Watson contract? This whole you know, or the Sean Watson trade? No, and I no, it wasn't That's bad. That. that was the worst. <laughs> That's still destructive. Yeah, yeah, that ruined. I mean, that ruined quarterback contracts forever. Yeah, seriously, it really did. Oh, you wanted to pick the two pl- college playoff games yes. as well? Oh yeah. So we got Michigan and Alabama. I think that's the Rose Bowl, right? Yeah, that's the Rose Bowl. <laughs> I'm picking Bama. 
You because, stole the words right out of my mouth. Because, just because I don't trust Michigan. They, they they do not come up in this situation. They have not at all, ever. And Bama does. I can't root for Nick Saban. I'm taking Michigan. I can't either, but I just <laughs> – I don't really like either team. So. I'm taking Alabama, too. It just feels like – all right, if you hear me out on this, I don't like Alabama, but this it feels like the team that, like, finally had to kind of work, show some adversity, like, a little bit. Yeah. After they lost to Texas, and then ever since then, it's just been lights out. Yeah. And then they beat Georgia last week, the best team in the country. And then, obviously, the Auburn game was the only thing that was a little scary, but they still pulled it off. It just feels like they've actually, like, it feels like it's their, uh, like, this is the hardest they've had to try, and they're actually trying, and they're good. Michigan was like, did you see that video when uh, someone caught, like, all the Michigan players, like, reacting when they announced – that it was yeah. Alabama and the 14, they were pissed. They're like, why yeah. are we have to play them? Like, I feel yeah. like they know it's it's going to be really Yeah, tough. they wanted to play Florida State with no quarterback. Oh, yeah, they were, like, expecting it, and then they were yeah. just pissed. So I think they're going to be deflated, and, and Alabama wants it more right now. They really want to prove, uh, again, like, oh, yeah, we're still here. Like, you know, you guys laughed at us when we lost to Texas. But, like, hey, look at them. They're the second-best team in the league. Like, that was our only loss. Yep. Nothing would make the NCAA happier than Harbaugh losing and then bolting for the Chargers job. <laughs> yep. All right. Then we got at the Sugar Bowl, we got Texas and Washington. This should be offense personified. Yeah. I'm picking Washington. They just they've been just killer in, in big games this year. I mean, both games against Oregon, they were just totally lights out. Um I mean, Texas is really good too. Um, this is good. Uh, hopefully, this is the best. I mean, I think that there's a chance that 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 Bama Michigan game is pretty low scoring, and then this will be the one that's like the 35 or 38 kind of game. This should be Chiefs Rams from a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, I will go Texas. I just think they had a little bit of a tougher ride here, and I like them a little bit more. I'm going to go Washington. I think Michael Penix has a day and shows why he should have won the Heisman. Oh. All right. All right. That'll do it for this edition of the Wishbone Shotgun Podcast here on the Sports Insanity Network. Check out this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Check out the website, www.thesportsinsanitynetwork.com for great blogs, vlogs, planes, trains, and automobiles. Adam, Tom, I'm Mike. The next time we talk to you, it'll be 2024. Wow. Which means... The year of the Bears. I was going to go with the year of Kiefer (laughs) Sutherland, to be honest with you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's a good good (laughs) shout-out. Happy New Year, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Bear down.